Welcome everybody to another episode of Duel of the Takes. We have another draft battle. The returning champion, my sister Grace, is back. Hello. So this summer we uh, we've had Black Widow release in theaters a couple of weeks ago, and then we're gonna have uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I think how many rings are there? Um, is it seven? Is it ten? Maybe seven. Nine pieces of eight. <laughs> hey Siri, how many rings are there in the Shang Chi movie? <laughs> uh, ten rings. You were right. Ten rings. And then we also have the Eternals. And then at the end of the year, I think Spider Man, unless it, unless it will get delayed. I think it's getting delayed to July. It's another draft battle, and it's going to be very similar to our Disney Villains draft, where you're not going to want to maybe pick your favorite um, character per se. Um, it's going to be Got to picture it as, like, this is a big battle, and you're choosing the best possible team to defeat the other team of Marvel characters. So, of course, skills got to come into play, uh, personality, um, are these characters rivals with other characters? They got to make sure they could work well as a team. Yeah, and we're doing it with MCU characters. Uh, the cinematic universe is built on a, a giant team, and it will continue to. Maybe. The end of this phase is just a Fantastic Four movie, I think. I don't know where they're going with it. Grace is the champion. I'll let her pick. Heads or tails? Tails. Stay on the desk. It's tails. Hey! <laughs> what did your coin say, Alden? It was tails. Oh, it was also tails on mine? Fate is on my side tonight. Damn, Grace once again is the first overall pick. And, uh... For those of you that are new to a draft, Grace will go first, she will pick a Marvel character, and then Nate will pick another character, and it will keep going until they both have 20 Marvel characters each. So, let me put the list. Uh, the list is just numbered, because I was just keeping track, so this is in no particular order. And I will throw it in Legacy General right now. Pepper Potts. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, did pretty much the original team. Got some of the Guardians on there. Didn't want to fill the the whole list with Guardian stuff, but I think I made it pretty, pretty like uh, pretty even. I think there's a lot of different characters they could choose from. Uh, Alden, what do you think of the list? Overall, like pretty good picks. There's, I think, two or three kind of deep picks here that that are interesting. The cinematic universe is so big, I couldn't even fit all the characters that I I would put on here. Grace, you have the first pick. My first pick is Captain America. Whoa, it's a good first pick. All right, she went with the leader. I've always loved Captain America, and I really liked him in Endgame because um, it was just him against Thanos, and he just wanted to keep going. Like he says, he could do it all day. So I need that spirit on my team. I mean, Captain America's got a lot of strength, but I feel like you win with somebody that will be the leader of your team. Like, he's always doing the speeches and that. Yes. He's loyal to his friends. So, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, I could, I could see it too. I don't know if that would have been my first pick, but Captain America is my favorite of the main Avengers. So I'm I'm uh, a little sad to see him on your side. <laughs> Nick's so confused. I think the fact that it's numbered is probably confusing him a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if this list was in order, this is a weird list. <laughs> this is going to be, uh, I think, a hot take. I think an interesting pick. 
I'm going to go with uh, Thanos here. I knew it. Oh, Grace's first pick from the last draft. I, the reason I'm going with Thanos is um, he's he's an extremely competent villain. And I think the MCU is, is full of villains that are hit or miss on their competency. While I respect you for picking a leader, I have to go with sheer strength. And this man single-handedly wiped out about half these characters by himself in Avengers Infinity War. So for that reason alone... I need him on my team. Uh, I am excited, though, to see how this plays out, because uh, I think think things could be very interesting moving forward with the chemistry of your team. Yeah. All right. Two different game plans going in. I like it. Alden, what's your reaction to the first two picks? Insanely contrasting. All right, Grace. Number two pick. I'm going to go with Doctor Strange. I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen the movie, but I really liked him in Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that he's really, like, powerful. I mean, he's he's a... Is he a witch? He's something. A sorcerer. Yeah, and we can use that, like, because he has the the stone, right? Yeah, he can, uh, he can turn back time or put you in, like, an endless loop. So I guess that could, that could uh, annoy opponents. And very intelligent, uh, one of the greatest doctors in the marvel cinematic universe this is interesting so far very much so grace chose dr strange on her team nate who do you got you know i think uh i'm i'm gonna counter pick here i think dr strange was a good choice he was a he was a, i was considering him for top five and i do think his uh his powers are very useful and it doesn't seem like there's not too many people that can do what he does except i'm gonna go with scarlet witch who I think has a lot of the same powers. She's able to create and manifest her own timeline. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's an extremely, extremely powerful force that is yet to be... Uh, I, I don't think we've seen her at her full potential yet in the MCU. So uh, I, I have to pick her here uh, in, in the number two spot. I think, th- I think that in a one-on-one fight, she could probably take doctor strange and she almost took thanos all by herself at one point that's true this is interesting because i feel like nate's top two picks would have been grace's top two picks and grace's top two picks is what i thought nate's would be yeah my expectations have been subverted so far by each opponent's game plans here but i think that's a very good pick i think nate's taken the probably the two most powerful people on the list when it comes to abilities i guess maybe not Oh, I guess we have literal gods still on this list, so maybe, so never mind. Kevin Feige, the uh, runner of this entire f- mega franchise, did say Scarlet Witch is probably the most powerful Avenger in Endgame. Yeah, that's true. Alden, what do you think of that? I mean, I agree with the producer, so... Grace, how will you counter this with your number three pick? Uh, this is... I have two people, but uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with Thor. Like you were saying, he's a god, so I kind of need that strength on my team. Did Thor Ragnarok win you over when he channeled his god of thunder and didn't rely on his hammer? I don't know what you're trying to say. Remember he lost his hammer in Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, and then he had to create a new one in Infinity War. Yeah, that was dumb. But before that, he was able to become like the god of thunder without it. Yeah, I really like Thor and I even like his personality. He's also like a good leader personality-wise. I don't know if I agree with that part, but I do think he is a very, very strong uh, superhero. I was going to pick him uh, very soon as well, but I think I think you went with the right choice. Thor's a, Thor's a great choice here. Who is your number three pick, Nate? You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. I'm going to go with the Hulk here. I know this might be uh, an interesting pick going with the way the MCU has portrayed this character, 
But I do think um, if you take out the Incredible Hulk, which may or may not be canon, it look like it looks like it's canon again, seeing as how we're getting Tim Roth's Abomination back in uh, the uh, Shang-Chi movie that's coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Banner is actually more valuable to my team than Hulk would be. In terms of greatest minds of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Banner's really, really high up there. And I think the more that he's able to control the demon that is the Hulk within himself, the stronger he gets. Maybe not physically, but mentally being able to hold full conversations uh, in Avengers Endgame and do full-on science while also um, being a superhero and being this Goliath of a muscle on the team. I can't really think of anyone else I need at this spot. I think he's got the strength. He's pretty evenly matched strength-wise with Thor. Thor might have more abilities, but I don't think there's going to be too many people that Grace could pick that could 1v1 Hulk. Doctor Strange? Maybe. These two spots in the number three and Thor Ragnarok, these two characters fought over who the strongest Avenger was. (laughs) Simultaneously while Captain America Civil War was going on and they didn't even know. I like to think that's happening at the exact same time. I would like to think that it does too. All right, top three is done. Alden, what are your initial thoughts? If these six were to match up right now, it would be very interesting. I don't even think it would be close. Hey, hey now. Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) It depends if, uh, yeah. It would be a cat and mouse game. Grace, what is your number four pick? Um, I think I'm gonna have to go with Captain Marvel. Even though she was very cocky. Uh, she was able to, like, at least go up against Thanos a little bit. The second most powerful. Yeah. I think the confidence could sometimes be a positive. Yeah. Sometimes. Again, I haven't seen her movie, but... Don't. (laughs) I know she was good in uh, Endgame, so... I mean, so far when it comes to Grace's team, I think all four of these characters would get along also. That's true. Team chemistry. That's always a good thing. But uh, let's see what Nate adds to his team with his number four pick. Yeah, I really like the choice of Captain Marvel. Again, another one I was thinking of. Um, I think here, I'm going to go for a bit of a hot take. I'm taking Mysterio here. Whoa. Whoa. I think this is another character we haven't seen at their full potential yet. I think we're going to see more of Mysterio. And he has a similar capability to that of Doctor Strange in in terms of his uh, ability to uh, manipulate the space around him. I think he and Scarlet Witch's abilities together are going to be very interesting. And I also think, depending on how much we see this villain grow... I think he kind of could be what Loki was to phase one of eventually coming full circle and developing into a bigger villain than he was in Far From Home. That's true. And I think his abilities complement the rest of my team very well. His illusion sequence in Far From Home was the best scene of the movie and really showed off what he could do. Uh, Yeah, he was kind of a... Was he a Tony Stark employee that got fired or something? Uh, in this in this cinematic universe, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're doing this before the multiverse uh, really kicks in. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, no, I think the, the multiverse is going to change the origins of a lot of these characters. I think. I want Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire... Emma Stone. <laughs> yeah. Dude, imagine Academy Award winning actress Emma Stone back in the role as Gwen Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> She'll probably come back as a different Gwen Stacy in another universe and then be like the live action Spider Gwen. I hope not, but maybe. But uh, Grace, who is in your top five? Your number five pick. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Quicksilver. Just because, well, wait, which Quicksilver? Are we doing the one from Marvel or X-Men? This is the MCU, so it's got to be the uh, Marvel one. The reason why is, like, I know, like, if he gets shot, he dies. You don't want Ralph Boner on your team. Who's that? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) But, like, okay, he could go up against Scarlet Witch, and she wouldn't kill him because... They're brother and sister, or they're twins, whatever they are. Damn, Grace is playing 4D chess right now. Like, she'll hurt him, but she won't kill him, so... I see how it is. Yeah, I mean, he's also very fast, I mean... He's like the Flash, yeah. I feel like Mysterio and Quicksilver were both picked way too high, so I I think this just evened out the top five for me. Alden, what do you think of that? I don't know. I mean, Quicksilver is kind of a big brain play. <laughs> that was an interesting move there. Uh, I see how it is. All right, let's let's see let's see what Nate does. Let's finish off your top five. Well, I see that Quicksilver was a smart counterplay to my number two pick, Scarlet Witch, in terms of a character that. Uh, simply won't be attacked by one of my strongest uh i am going to do a similar play here because i need a little bit more muscle and a little bit more uh a little bit more i guess i guess i'd say intelligence Uh, i'm gonna go with bucky barnes here because there's no way the leader of your team is gonna do anything to harm bucky barnes I knew it. Hmm. (laughs) That was good. And I also think Bucky is a character, um, again, that we have seen many times on screen, but in terms of sheer strength, uh, he's got a couple more left in him. I think we're going to see more from him. But at the same time, Bucky isn't going to hurt Captain America, so... Uh, If he's brainwashed, potentially. All Nate's got to do is speak those German words to him. Or Russian? What was it? It's definitely Russian. Wasn't he made by a German scientist, though? Like, the Winter Soldier itself? I don't know. I just watched Winter Soldier 2. I don't even know. But, Alden, the top five's done. What do you think? Man, I'm not really sure. I do think it's still a little one-sided, but I think there's a lot of determination from one side that the other does not. Nate had a very strong top three. That's what's really sticking out for me. But... I think Grace could still... It could still go either way, though. We got we got a lot of spaces to go. Grace, what is your number six? All right, here's another big brain. I'm going with Vision, because Scarlet Witch won't hurt him either. <laughs> 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 so now she's got two people she won't hurt, so... I just think it's interesting. The last two characters you pick are characters with literal bullseyes on their head for the past... Uh, well, in the movies they're introduced... Yikes. What I noticed, though, for Grace's team is that three people on her team could lift up both hammers. You know the thing is, too, like, I picked Vision just in case uh, Nate picked Iron Man because I think Iron Man and Vision are friends. Sure. Because Iron Man relied on Vision for intelligence so well uh it's time for another uh certified nate hot take Uh, number six number six here i'm going with ego now i know this might come as a bit of surprise but uh we're talking about characters that are literally gods you've got uh thor on here loki's on here but uh there's a third god that no one has uh selected yet and that is ego yeah odin oh wait odin's on here too i didn't see him number four there but um 
Ego's strength is a little bit different than other characters. Um, I think the fact that he's able to kind of exist so long in this universe and only be disturbed when he welcomes disturbers kind of allows him to plant seeds literally uh, across the galaxy. And I think any planet that he controls and any group of people that he controls, he's going to be able to have as part of this army. And uh, I think that Ego is a, uh, a bit of a hot take, but a very, very powerful character that I'm happy to have on my team. I think, uh, I think both of these were good picks. I think both Ego and Vision would have been in my top ten. I, I think big brain move from Nate. Number seven, Grace. How do you bounce back from Ego? Hmm. I'm just going to have to go with uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah, maybe I should have waited, but... He could get really small and really big, and I feel like that that could really help. Plus, I like him. He could get really big and, like, throw, uh... He could go against the Hulk. Yeah, it's very true. He's even taller than the Hulk. And I think, like, his, like, ants are able to carry, like, what, a hundred times their body weight? So I guess that uh, is the equivalent of his strength in the suit. He's also survived, at, at least to my knowledge, more, uh, interdimensional travel than any other, like, human character without inherent superpowers i mean all of his powers come from a suit like iron man so he's definitely able to uh withstand a lot of uh like uh, like interdimensional travel <laughs> that's a that's a cool cool feature you're number seven feel pretty confident here i'm finally picking my team's leader i think this is a character who has perhaps the most underrated uh ability to scheme and plan and uh, is simply going to be the general to my army. And that is no, other, no, no one other than um, Zemo from Civil War. I think the fact that he was able to just simply divide the Avengers and make them fight against themselves in a movie that I don't really care for uh, just goes to show that this man has power in a way different than a lot of these other characters. He's simply the biggest big brain play. And I think in order to win over certain members of this team that wouldn't normally fight with each other, Thanos, Scarlet Witch, etc., they're going to need someone with a very, very good plan. And if Zemo can do anything, it's that. And now you have somebody that could control Bucky. So I have Bucky at full strength, killing machine mode. There it is. All right. Zemo for number, for Nate's number seven. Grace, what is your number eight? All right. Now my number eight is going to be Mantis. Because she can, she literally got Thanos to like go to sleep. So I'm choosing her and. <laughs> Good night, Thanos. <laughs> She's gonna sing Thanos a lullaby. She's like the Jigglypuff of, uh, <laughs> of the uh, fight here. And she can also maybe like help Bucky with his mind to be like, yo, Captain America's a good guy. So. Oh. I wouldn't even have thought of that. Alden, I know Mantis is like your favorite guardian. What do you think of that pick? Assuming that Zemo has found a way to recontrol Bucky again, yes, Mantis could break him out of it instantly. As long as she can get close and doesn't absolutely get... Doesn't get her neck snapped by the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that's a good good point. Yeah, the Incredible Hulk is too busy up against, uh, you know, other players on my team, so... That's true, that's true. I don't know exactly how it would go down. Unfortunately, this isn't... Uh, that one, what's the name of that show that used to be on TV, Deadliest Warrior, where we get like a simulation to see like which team gets to fight the other one? Yeah, I guess when it comes to brute strength, 
um, both Zemo and Mantis don't have it, so I guess that did even out too. Z Zemo could definitely get crushed also, but Mantis definitely could. Whoever gets the Bucky first, essentially, they're both going to be running towards him. Nate, what is your number eight? Well, I see on my team I have a lot of lot of uh, a lot of power. I see that there's also a lot of um, kind of more. Um, magic-oriented individuals with Scarlet Witch and Mysterio, a lot of brute strength with Bucky, Hulk, and Thanos, and uh, and Ego as well there. But I am going to go with Odin here simply because he is an Asgardian. He's a literal god, and I think just about any member of Asgard is going to follow him. I think we might be getting an army here if uh, Thanos can't randomly pull one out of his ass like he did in Endgame. So, um, yeah, I think that, uh, that's, that's going to be my next pick is Odin. I think, uh, an underrated. I don't think Thor would directly attack Odin. And I think that's, that's a huge, huge statement there. I also think that, uh, Odin has the ability to take away Thor's power at any time, depending on where we're at in the timeline. Uh, okay. So we're almost done with the top 10. Grace, what is your number nine? My number nine is Spider-Man. There it is. The thing that, like, remember in Civil War when Bucky went to punch him and Spider-Man, like, stopped his punch? He's got the strength of a super soldier. Yeah, and he also has the mentality, too. Like, even if Nate picks Iron Man or something, like, Peter Parker is just always going to do what's right. What is your number nine, Nate? Here at number nine, I'm going to go with Black Panther. I think, uh, assuming this is T'Challa, I think that he is very similar to what Grace is saying, uh, like a moral compass for the team. I think that uh, he always does what's right. Uh, in the end of Civil War, um, Zemo, who has just literally made Captain America and Iron Man fight to the death, uh, gets stopped by Black Panther, and Zemo can't do anything about uh about this he's like you know you're you're a dutiful son you seem to know what you're doing and uh i think that that leads uh a similar kind of direction that zemo's gonna have on my team of being like the strategist and the overlord i think uh i think in terms of moral support and being a strong leader the king of wakanda is a perfect choice for for being the uh the moral motivation behind why we should wipe out Captain America, Doctor Strange, and Thor, as well as the rest of Grace's uh, team here. I also think with being the King of Wakanda, there might be another potential for an army to join along. I also think his strength is also uh, near that of a super soldier, and uh, his suit keeps getting more powerful every time we see it. So I think by the time this fight's happening... He might be one of the more powerful Avengers. It's a good pick. Both of these picks were the real stars of Civil War. I wish that Spider-Man got the amount of screen time that Black Panther did in Civil War, but uh, Black Panther kind of stole the movie. <laughs> Let's finish off this top 10. Grace, who is making the cut in your top 10? All right, my number 10 spot is going to Iron Man. He is also intelligent. Like, he is very smart, and I think if he could create like an army of like his little robots or whatever like he did in iron man 3 even though they're robots i mean he could still make more you know if they die just recharge them <laughs> just recharge them it's like the bus that i took to scrim <laughs> <laughs> if the bus dies just pull over to the side of the road and throw a new battery in it love like happy hogan on the side <laughs> changing batteries mid-battle <laughs> 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 
Alright. Hey, what's your number 10? I think I'm going to go with Ultron. If I Iron Man's it. got this army of robots, I think there's only one uh, artificial intelligence that's going to be able to outdo him, and that's Ultron. I also think with the... Uh, the, the morally ambiguous team that I have, I've got Thanos, I've got Ego, but I also have, uh, you know, Odin and Black Panther. I think that Ultron is going to be uh, at peak strength here. He's going to be able to... Did you forget that I have Vision? The person that did kill Ultron, that's true. Sure. Alleged allegedly. Well, I was going to say I have the person who killed Iron Man, but I guess technically uh, Iron Man killed himself. It's a suicide. So you have the person that killed Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Solid top 10 on both. I notice Grace's is very hero-heavy, while Nate is mostly villains, which is very interesting. It's because I forget all these names on the list that are villains. And it's weird, too. The villains I don't, are the heroes on Nate's list. I don't know if Nate's, Nate planned this. A lot of them have already already were brainwashed in the past movies. I think Hulk was brainwashed by Scarlet Witch. Bucky, of course, half his character is brainwashed. Uh, Scarlet Witch kind of uh, brainwashed herself in WandaVision. Yeah. Alden, what are, what are your thoughts on the top ten? This is, I don't know, really weird. I think there's a winner right now, but I think a comeback could still come. I don't think there's a winner right now. Really? For the most part, each person picked has a counter, and if they don't, someone else is powerful enough to take them and someone else there's a few people on both teams that could just completely wipe out an army by themselves well wait i was just thinking about it can't dr strange like see the odds so then like if i have that one percent chance iron man can just do his thing and snap away and die again i don't know how that works with the new timeline that they're introducing because it says that everyone's on a destined straight line according to the television show loki i mean i know they're jumping the shark at this point but i don't know how one character is able to hop into infinite timelines and predict that there's a uh what one in uh 186 million chance or whatever it was of it of their plan working he did it in infinity war i don't yeah, you're right. If there was always one sacred timeline. Well, I'm gonna make him do it on my team. Screw the timeline. But he didn't know that, I guess. I don't know. I think those movies are a little more flawed than people like to admit. Number 11, Grace. Uh, <laughs> that was quick. Let me think about this. I do think they're well-made movies, but I, I think they are flawed. I'm gonna have to go with Loki. Good choice. Thor's brother, Loki. Because I don't want Nate to use him against me, so um, I need Thor's brother on this team. So you have the two sons going up against the father. Loki, I could see going more towards Odin because uh, Loki in the original Thor um, found out he was adopted and was pretty pissed off about that. Pretty so pissed off that he became the main villain of Avengers. That's another thing. Loki, even though he got his ass kicked at the end of Avengers, uh, the fact that he could create so much chaos to so much chaos where Nick Fury had to put the Avengers initiative uh, together, uh, I think shows a lot of his uh, of his, I guess, mind to create madness. Alden, I know you really like the Loki show. Uh, what do you think of this pick? Solid pick and paired with Thor's. It's a pretty good combo. Number 11, Nate. I'm between a few here, but I think I have a good take. I'm going to go with uh, Gamora here at number 11. I think of the Guardians, she's single-handedly the most competent and the most powerful. I think her working under Thanos is going to be uh, a bit of a bloodbath for a lot of Grace's team, especially 
um, rounding out who she has left to pick from. I think Gamora could take almost everyone else on the list that's available uh, one-on-one. So, uh, yeah, I think she'd be a good choice. I don't think that she has an insane amount of powers, but what she does have is an insane amount of drive. And I think she's up there with Bucky for some of the best at hand-to-hand hand-to-hand combat that we've seen in the movies. Why is Gamora? Wasn't that improvised? Probably. <laughs> All right. Number 12, Grace. I'm going to go with, uh, is it, how do you pronounce it? Valkyrie? Valkyrie? Yeah, Valkyrie. Yep. I'm going to go with her. The king of Asgard. The king of new Asgard. <laughs> it's just a village full of, like, Fortnite players and beer. <laughs> I love Fortnite. Um, <laughs> exactly how I picture Maine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, even like Thor. Thor made her the leader, right? Mm-hmm. She obviously has leadership values, and she was part of the group of uh, warriors that Thor wanted to be a part of until he realized he couldn't because he is a man. <laughs> yeah. Good warrior. Uh, I like her flying unicorn horse thing. Yeah, Pegasus. <laughs> what is your number 12, Nate? Do the muscle. I'm gonna go with Abomination because I'm curious as to why they're bringing him back. I also think him working alongside Hulk, again, just one of those one of those characters that's incredibly strong. Um, the way that Hulk kind of literally juggles Loki around in uh, the first Avengers movie, having two guys like that on the same team, maybe maybe a Tim Roth's character is not as uh, as intelligent or as as competent, but same same amount of gamma radiation and the same amount of strength. I think it would be. Uh, a very wise member to add to my team at this point, and one more character that about a half of Grace's lineup couldn't beat single-handedly. Why not? Yeah, I think that was a good pick. Yeah, I'm so curious why all of a sudden Incredible Hulk has become such an important part of the MCU. Yeah, uh, Abomination's also cast in the She-Hulk show, I think you were saying. I mean, this is <laughs> this character's gonna be pretty important, I guess, I guess again. Alright, lucky number 13, Grace. Uh, did Red School get picked yet? No, not yet. Alright, I'm picking him. Interesting choice for a villain to finally put on your team, but... <laughs> your leader's arch-nemesis. Your leader's literally a Nazi. Sheesh! I I was about to say, does this mean, like, Grace has, like, the Nazi, like, army with her? <laughs> Probably not, but those random, gu- the random guards that had laser guns in the climax, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, um, I don't really know what to say. <laughs> I, uh, I just remember him. He's the only villain that I really remember. Unless I just, I told Josh to put pictures next to names, and then i know. I have no idea. Yeah, I think Josh definitely should have made flashcards for this. You know, where one side of each had the name and then the other had, like, the picture. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's hard to forget. It's literal... Red Skull has a literal red... Literal Red Skull. (laughs) I guess in the MCU, the fact that um, people, like that learned history in that universe don't know who Red Skull is is interesting, so he was able to control an entire party army during a world war in the shadows, basically, and was uh, kind of the leader of Hydra, which has caused so much chaos within the MCU still to this day with, um, with, uh, what's her name from Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> Julia Lewis Dreyfus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should be interesting. Yeah, I think Red Skull, even though he's only been in like three MCU movies total, he uh, has made a pretty big impact uh, on the entire uh, course of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
I don't know how him and Captain America will get along. Yeah, I'd be lying if I wasn't saying I was going to pick him soon. I think uh, I think you were smart to pick Red Skull, because uh, Red Skull working with uh, Zemo and Thanos, I mean, sky's the limit there. It was smart to finally pick a villain, Grace. What is your number 13, Nathaniel? You know, it's another one of those situations where I'm between a few, but I do think I am going to go with killmonger here um very similar to black panther he's got a lot of strength i do think he's a little bit more morally gray which will probably help with snapping the uh endless amount of necks of disposable troops that might be in grace's uh grace's fight here he does have the most confirmed kills in the military right in the mcu he has the most amount of confirmed kills out of any character i believe so far except maybe thanos when he snaps half of the the universe <laughs> but i mean yeah his whole body's covered in in kill marks so yeah i think he will be a very strong general of maybe the characters that don't have powers um the fact that he was able to to defeat t'challa and become the king of wakanda even if for a brief period is an incredible feat and uh i think them working together in this uh this dream team battle is going to be very very interesting um, Grace, does your team have a name? I, I actually gave mine a team. A team name. The Revengers? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Let me think about it. What's your team name, Nate? Mine's the, TV, mine's the TVA's Most Wanted. <laughs> I figured that'd be a cool little spin-off show, like, name. Scarlet Witch would definitely be one of them. Definitely. As would, I think, probably Mysterio. Yeah, I mean, that's about it for now, but however they're incorporating Abomination is kind of a TVA most wanted moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grace, you picked, you just picked Red Skull. Is another villain your number 14, or are you going back to a hero? Um, choosing, wait, I hope she didn't get picked, but it's a girl from Black Panther, Okoye. Oh, Okoye? She's she's still on the chopping block. You can have her if you want her. Yeah, I'm taking her because Black Panther probably won't, uh... Killer. I was waiting. I was waiting for her to get yeah, picked. Yeah, I really like her. Got her army there of the other. What are? Did they have a name? Yeah, but I can't remember. Like the the warrior leaders of the Wakandan army, whatever they're called. Yeah, no, they're they're pretty good. Especially that scene where they go to like South Korea and they infiltrate that nightclub full of like armed dudes with just a couple of like spears or whatever is pretty dope. She's uh yeah, she's kind of a badass. Yes, she is. Both a good general and a good fighter. Number number 14, Nate. Uh, characters that we've seen rack up a kind of crazy kill count in one scene. I'm going to go with Yondu. <laughs> I think that uh, his little, like, whispering uh, travel knife thing is incredibly cool. Um, I also think he would be good moral support to the rest of the team. He was sort of a, a father figure to uh, Star-Lord, and I think that... Uh, you know, the people on my team with daddy issues, he might be able to be the Mary Poppins too as well. I was Mary Poppins the past two days. Yeah, you were. I have so many pictures of you holding an umbrella, it's kind of uncanny. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know who's not on this list? A lot of people. Yeah, where's Groot? Yeah, no Groot. Yeah, I didn't want to put all the Guardians. I just threw in Mantis because... Alden's a Mantis stand. I am a Mantis stand. Yeah, that was a big win for Grace in the top 10. It was a smart choice. Yeah. Grace, what is your Burger King number 15 foot lettuce pick? <laughs> what? That was a mouthful. Uh, probably Nebula. Probably Nebula. Uh, put her up against her sister, you know, see what happens. And her father. And her father. 
You know, she really wants revenge. More determination. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of determination on my team. I don't know about Red School, but... Oh, he's definitely determined, but uh, for not something we want to endorse. Um, is it my turn for number 15? Is that where we're at? Yep. What is your foot lettuce pick? My foot lettuce pick. Um, you know what? This is a character that I think is pretty powerful and we haven't picked him yet i'm gonna go with wong here there he is i mean he's fighting side by side with dr strange in uh infinity war and endgame meaning i think he's become a lot stronger and is just as important of a timekeeper or whatever the hell dr strange's position is one of the most powerful warlocks in the earth realm wong hello how have we not let how have we not picked wong yet i also think he's a he's a pretty funny guy pretty lighthearted. he'll add a lot of much-needed comedic relief to my team of morally gray characters. <laughs> and now he's fighting Abomination. He's fighting alongside Abomination. <laughs> yeah, I think Wong would probably stay alive the longest because he knows how to pick his battles. Yeah. He was also the one that put the entire Endgame team together. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what, you wanted more? What if, like, uh, what if, like, Iron Man turned to Wong? He's like, you forgot SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alden. Thoughts on the top 15? We only have five spots left. Uh, my thoughts have kind of stayed the same. I think these are fairly matched up. Yeah, I think uh, the side that I was thinking that was a little more one-sided, the other team I think has caught back up a little bit, but I actually think this is the most important bottom five we've ever had in a draft. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, what is your number 16, Grace? All right, so here's my strategy. I need to take Pepper Potts right now because if Nate chooses her, then Iron Man is going to be messed up if she's not on his team. So I have to take her. Yeah, okay. You can have Pepper if you want her. Okay, but if you took her, Iron Man, like, or Tony wouldn't be, you know, in the right headset. He'd be too worried about Pepper. Alden brought up a good point about Pepper before um, we were recording that she owned Stark Industry. So I guess Pepper does have access to technology we probably don't even know about yet in the mcu she is a war profiteer and she also has a suit <laughs> <laughs> she does have a suit so she can fight in this battle she has a really good suit so she's kind of like a female dick cheney if you will i, I don't yes. think pepper Potts is useless i do think she was probably put on here as a joke by josh but i do think she does have some potential especially in iron man 3 she does get like that random brief moment of like like Spyro the Dragon when the fairy kisses you and you can like break through all the metal containers with your fire breath. Like Pepper Potts had that for a few moments and we never saw it again. But she also has a suit of her own, so that's kind of neat. Yeah, does she still have that power? No, I don't think so. I think it got redacted when she uh, when she went back. That would have been funny in Endgame if she just started breathing fire. All right. What is your next pick, Nate? Number 16. You know, I was considering Pepper as well, believe it or not, but I'm actually happy that I got this uh, character instead, War Machine slash Iron Patriot. I needed a Iron Man suit to go up against Iron Man, and I also think this is going to be another one of those things where I don't think Tony would have opened fire on onto War Machine. Uh, they fight alongside each other even when tensions are at their height in Civil War. I, I think that I'm kind of getting an upper hand there as well. I also think in terms of sheer combat ability, the the War Machine uh, suit and the Iron Patriot suit have more variety of missiles and capabilities. I think in terms of uh, a character that can just fly and kind of drop bombs from above, this is a really strong choice. And at this point in the, in the bracket, I'm just looking for... Someone who can help wipe out an army, and I think uh, both these, both of these suits, whichever one it is, I would probably go with Iron Patriot because it's the newer one, but the War Machine one has that minigun on it. They're both pretty cool. 
Uh, either way, yeah, this is what I want here, number 16. I'd also point out that he beats the shit out of Tony in Iron Man 2. In the best scene of the movie? Yeah, that's really cool. The, um, I can't look at Don Cheadle the same way since the other day. <laughs> yes, we do have a Space Jam commentary track that will be out by the time this episode has recorded. Uh, it's his worst performance ever. <laughs> Some of the worst CGI I've seen in so long, too. Yeah, I've all, but I've always liked the War Machine character. Um, him getting recast, it's a TVA moment, so he belongs on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I kind of wish they referenced that. Uh, maybe they will with the multiple timeline thing. Maybe they'll have What's-His-Face show back up. <laughs> That'd be great if he came back. Like, that, that you see, like, War Machine or whatever, and then, like, the mask opens and it's What's-His-Face. Yeah, in a, in a War Machine suit. Terrence Howard. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's next time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in the movie that he just said he got a haircut. Yeah, he does say that in Iron Man 2. Because Tony's like, you look different. He's like, yeah, I got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number 17, Grace. I'm going to go with Black Widow. I'm going to be honest, Rewatching all those movies, she really started to grow on me. And I like how mentally strong she is. Like, maybe she is strong physically. Like, yeah, if she gets shot or whatever, she can't really go up the Hulk. But... She can calm Bruce down. Sun's getting real low. Okay. I was kind of waiting for her to get picked, and I'm surprised she's this low. She, I needed more physical strength, but I feel like if she were to talk to the Hulk, she can... Remember she did that hand thing in the movie? She held his hand, and then he turned human. Hey, big guy. Sun's getting real low. <laughs> I like that scene in Infinity War where they, like meet where they see each other again for the first time since then and don Cheadle just goes this is awkward <laughs> <laughs> don Cheadle was the audience in that scene i'm gonna go with uh yelena here i was thinking about picking black widow myself but her younger sister uh or i guess not technically related is just as capable as we learned this summer with black widow um I think that she's got a little bit more of that cold-blooded killerness with still within her, whereas I think Black Widow was was not necessarily uh, regretting, but was traumatized by some of the actions she had to do specifically in that movie. And by the time we get there, that's uh, what after Civil War and before Infinity War. I think that Black Widow was starting to not necessarily lose her touch, but. Um, become a bit more sensitive of a character, whereas I think there's a little bit more cold-blooded killer still within Yelena, and uh, I'm happy to have her on my team. That's true. I think where we're seeing her next is going to be a bit more in an antagonist role, or at least a, a what would you call it, like an anti-hero role, and maybe she'll be redeemed or something. But uh, No, her, her and Bucky are going to end up together. No way. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I shipped them so hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Grace's prediction. I mean, I, I ship that too, but I don't know. <laughs> I would say the age difference, but she's dating Zach Braff in real life, so that's that's not a problem. <laughs> number, what, what is your number 18, Grace? Hawkeye. He didn't get last place. Let's, let's get a round of applause for Hawkeye for not getting last place on this. I just feel like you saw him in Endgame where he could just go completely dark and he can kill... A lot of people and just show norm i mean that's he thought his family was dead but well, i mean in that timeline they definitely were dead <laughs> he was just having like a good old-fashioned picnic and they all dusted <laughs> he was teaching his daughter who's not Haley steinfeld how to shoot a bullseye <laughs> what is your number 18 nate uh my number 18 is gonna be john walker 
I think having another super soldier on the team is uh, is valuable. I uh, I don't know exactly how strong he is. I'm assuming he's about on par with uh, what's his face, the uh, Red Guardian that we saw in uh, Captain Marvel this summer. Uh, he's got the same like second wave super soldier serum within him. Um, so. Yeah, I think it's cool to see him as like a a uh, evil Captain America. Like that's kind of the whole shtick to his character. But again, just straight up muscle. If he's following the orders of someone like Zemo, dude, he's probably gonna be pretty scary on the battlefield. Could definitely lay out Black Widow or Hawkeye with a couple of swift punches. I think I uh, I'm happy to have him on the team. He fits right in. From an acting standpoint, Wyatt Russell's performance was by far the best in that series. Oh. Actually, I think it might have been Don Cheadle. Um, I mean, he did get an he did oh an Emmy Emmy nominated. <laughs> he did get an Emmy nomination for his uh, like minute fifty second long scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number nineteen, two spots left on the draft. Alrighty, I'm gonna have to go for Star Lord. Okay, there he is. Because he's half god, right? Uh, technically, he is a demigod. Yeah. And he he's going up against his dad since Nate. Wait, wait, right? Do you have his dad? Yeah, yeah. I have Ego. He's defeated his dad before, so... I don't think he's gonna lay a finger on Gamora, but... No, de- definitely not. <laughs> Dude's a bit of a simp. I like how he could bring some comedy to the team, you know, lighten up the mood, maybe joke around with Thanos a little bit. <laughs> Argue with Iron Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Star-Lord at 19 for Grace. What is Nate's 19? He's going to have a really good playlist for the team. Like. Oh, true. It- yeah, sorry, I, I had to put that out there. So That playlist while Captain America does his speech would be a good pregame. Um, I'm just going to go for uh, another another highly trained assassin type here. I want Crossbones at number 19. Um, I think that he's got the right amount of uh, military combat experience. I think he's about even with Hawkeye in that regard. Uh, granted, they send like six Avengers to go stop him at the beginning of uh, Civil War. Uh, not really a fair fight there, but he does have the capability to, again, level out a lot of these non-superpowered individuals. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's a sleeper agent for Hydra. He's going to be able to work well with a couple people on my team. I, I'm just excited to have him over uh, people that don't have any combat experience left. Yeah, uh, <laughs> these last two picks are going to be interesting. Who, who are you going to take, Grace? Wait, who's left? Is it Whipl- is Whiplash? Yeah, Whiplash and Aldrich Killian are the last two. So which uh, Iron Man 2 or 3 villain do you want? <laughs> I'll take Whiplash. <laughs> okay, I like Whiplash. Good choice. Yeah, I, I have no idea who he is, but he sounds cool. It's not it's not the guy from the the movie with the drums, right? No. No, no, it's not Miles Teller. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Nicholas Roman's third favorite movie. I googled Whiplash MCU and it looks like something like comes out of his hands. Is, is it electricity or something? I don't know what it is. Yeah, he's got like electric jump ropes. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> he's a good muscle to have. He's also pretty smart. Uh, yeah, I just almost as smart as Iron Man. He wasn't able to create like a full suit, but he came close. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, all he wanted to do is recreate the arc reactor and he did it. Right, and also like he was at an even bigger disadvantage to Tony Stark because Tony Stark was sure a prisoner of war and in a cave, but uh, even worse than that, Whiplash was just in Russia. But um, 
<laughs> uh, and I'm actually really happy to have Aldrich Killian on my team. I'm surprised that he didn't get picked. I think if Grace was a little bit more familiar with him, she probably would have picked him over Whiplash. I get, I get the guy from Memento, but now this time he's got fire abilities. He's also very tech-savvy tech savvy like um, Whiplash <laughs> and like Tony Stark. Not quite as, uh, as, as tech-savvy, but he is a bit more of a uh, schemer as well. I think he'd go well with Zemo. He'd be able to, uh, you know, plant these, like, super terrorists all over the world like in Iron Man 3. I think he's a, he's a great choice. Um, you know, he's one of those... He's probably one of the more forgettable MCU villains, but I don't think he's a bad one. I'm uh, happy he made the list, and I'm happy that he's on my team. I think he, he fits right in, and uh, he's quite powerful. Not the worst number 20 I could have. I googled him. He's not bad. I just don't like the way he looks at me. You don't like Guy Pierce? <laughs> no, he, there was a picture that popped up, and I'm like, nah, I'm not feeling it. That's how Hollywood felt about Guy Pierce for a while. And there's just something fishy about him, that's all. <laughs> I, I love Guy Pierce. The Guy Pierce fandom is dying. Please share this for Guy Pierce. Just post it on TikTok. All right, Alden, should we do this like how we used to do with the draft battle and do a point system? I don't think so. Okay, you just want to make a decision? I think we have to do what we did last time. Theoretically make them battle. Uh, well, they're figuring that out. Grace, did you come up with a team name yet? So I have three team names, and I don't know which one I like. So, And they're all like related to like Marvel, so... I could be team I am Steve Rogers, because, you know, when he's talking to Groot. Or as Guardians of the Galaxy. Or, since I have Spider-Man, the team name could be We're Not Feeling So Good. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> Damn, I wish I would have drafted, like, some, like, uh... Some, like, cold medicine or something if your team's not feeling good. I like Asgardians of the Galaxy, that makes sense. You do have, what? I have Thor, I have Star-Lord. Two... Yeah, you have three Asgardians, and you have the Guardians of the Galaxy, or more of the Guardians than I do. I do. What are you thinking, Alden? Do you have a decision? Not yet. I hope we don't have to do a tiebreaker. What if you guys have some, like, some theoretical questions you could bring up, and then maybe Grace and I could figure out how these characters would, you know, fare in those theoreticals? Yeah, come on, I want it to get spicy in here. Let's go. Okay, so what's sticking out for me is... I'm gonna stop <laughs> you and say that Grace's team has a lot of people who are hyper-determined to do whatever whereas nate has i think two people that have comparable determination so nate has a lot of cold and calculated people the question i have for you nate is you're very confident saying who your leader was yeah but i also think you have other guys on your team that would want to be the leader which i think could cause friction yeah i mean sure there's gonna be like a little bit of like a like a leadership like power struggle i guess you would you would call it but i mean in this theoretical there's both good people and bad people on both sides so i think having to say that these characters wouldn't get along and there'd be a lot of infighting is kind of trite because i could definitely see the same thing happening over on grace's team i don't think there would ever be a moment in time where captain america would willingly fight alongside red skull in fact i think it's more believable that thanos would be willing to fight alongside someone like zemo because of what he could bring to the table and value him do I think Thanos is going to take Zemo word for word? Absolutely not. But do I think that Thanos is going to recognize the fact that Zemo could probably create a military strategy or create a way for Grace's team to fight within itself? Or more importantly, how to get the characters that are on my team that Grace's team wouldn't straight up attack to attack her team? Specifically Bucky attacking Captain America? Absolutely. 
with with Bucky and John Walker, I think a lot of the uh, normal human characters at the bottom of Grace's list are uh, dusted. I have Mantis. Bucky can literally snap out of it. <laughs> yeah, sure. If Mantis can get through anyone in my top 15... I think that's possible. They'd be too busy fighting other people on my team. I mean, yeah, sure. She could probably ride on Thor's back and get flown right to Bucky, but... And Captain Marvel is pretty hella strong. Interesting, because I was thinking the opposite about the bottom five. I Aside from... I mean, Aldrich Killian got... What sticks out to me is he just got hit by, like, a pull at the end by Tony Stark, who doesn't have a lot of combat experience. I, didn't, I don't think Tony Stark was even in a suit, and that, like, knocked him out. So I feel like uh, one kick by Black Widow or one arrow by Hawkeye would take him out. And she also has Star-Lord in the bottom five, which he's going to bring like more like space technology. And uh, I know Crossbones was against like five Avengers, but he got his ass kicked. Like it wasn't even close. And Well, I mean, yeah, Scarlet Witch was one of those events. It was like Scarlet Witch, Captain America, and Black Widow. But it was Scarlet Witch not even at her full potential either. Like not even close to like her full powers too. So that's what's sticking out to me too is that both Crossbones and Killian kind of got axed off really quickly when it came to their respected climaxes, I guess. But then on Grace's side, I mean... There's not a lot of, like, super people either. Star-Lord's got the cool weapons. What? I I literally got Quicksilver, Thor, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel. I'm talking about your bottom five. Bottom five, you know, if they die, they die. I don't need Pepper Potts. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so I think there's a huge clash of egos in Grace's team. There's absolutely no way that Iron Man, Thor, Captain Marvel... And, like, Star-Lord are working flawlessly together, especially with Loki standing nearby. Captain Marvel would definitely probably be going after um, Thanos. I'm trying to look at, does anybody fly on Nate's team? Oh, yeah, he's got, like, Odin and shit. Well, Thanos copter. Thanos helicopter. Can't Scarlet Witch fly? Can't Mysterio fly? Ego can definitely fly. Ultron can fly. War Machine can fly. The thing with Mysterio, though, MCU Mysterio, he needs a whole team of ex-Stark employees for him to fly and work. <gasps> that should be your team name, ex-Stark employees. <laughs> True, I do have Aldrich Killian, too. <laughs> so that's what's, sticking out, that's what's sticking out in my head about Mysterio, and he was so high up. Like, I think both Mysterio and Quicksilver are way too high. I think Ant-Man's also too high. But Ant-Man could go against the Hulk. But Mysterio, number four, is very bold. Listen, I know a bit more about Mysterio than the MCU currently does, and I don't think we're done seeing this character, especially if we're seeing more timeline manipulation, uh, and they have an actor as great as Jake Gyllenhaal playing this character. Trust me, he's not anything to sweat on, especially if we're introducing characters like Doctor Doom, and uh, I mean, like the way that things are going with the TVA, this Mysterio has a lot more potential than what they've set him up for. Um, he hasn't even gotten his full powers yet. He's still relying on Earth technology. He has—he has no powers. He has no powers. Well, he doesn't have them yet. He hasn't had his origin story. It's all an illusion. You know what? I might clash with a lot of people on my team, but the de the determination is so high that say someone like Black Widow can forget about something just like in civil war she was on iron man's side but then at the end she let captain america go so she can let things go like 
other people could let things go and just follow follow the leader. Yeah, I mean, you were talking earlier, Grace, about Spider-Man being kind of the moral compass of your team. I actually see Black Widow more as that. I mean, she's incredibly good at, you know, persuading people to fighting for a cause. Um, similar to, like, yeah, how she's able to calm Hulk down in some movies, how she's able to, you know, hop between teams and, and fight with Captain America at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And, and Vision could literally lift up the hammer, so... Grace, your Quicksilver at five is very sus. Because of Scarlet Witch. I needed someone to counter the, you know, the fight. Yeah, she needed two counters for Nate's number two. I mean, I think that's, like, the biggest thing is Scarlet Witch. Most of this fight's gonna be against her. Yeah, she's the strongest, for sure. Oh, no, there's there's a lot of characters here. <laughs> if this was a movie, Scarlet Witch would be getting about 15 minutes of screen time tops. In terms of, like, army potential, I think Nate would have a better put-together army. I feel like Valkyrie would lead an army pretty well. Grace has all the cool Stark stuff, but I don't know if that'd be enough i don't, I don't know if that'd be enough for, uh, what what's your name from uh black panther okoye i don't know what side wakanda would be on when it comes to these teams <laughs> wakanda was divided in black panther i think you'd probably see some faction side with the king and with uh killmonger and you'd see others side with okoye i don't think you would have the whole army but maybe like the guy with the shield and the rhinos would be on your team and then i'd get like the cool dudes up in the mountain and uh the other ones hey man i have a unicorn too so uh more of a pegasus than a unicorn i think yeah I, asgard's kind of probably split too i think what's left of asgard the new the new wave is probably fighting there under valkyrie but the old batch the powerful ones i mean they're fighting with, with Odin for sure. I don't know. I feel like some of that old batch would probably side with Thor a little bit. And Loki. Probably not Loki. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, Loki could convince them, uh, but probably not. Person on Grace's team is Nebula, but not because of her actual capability, just because of who she is. Played by my favorite actor from The Circle. Oh yeah, Karen Gillian's in The Circle. I forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Nebula's... Just in general, was always a weak character. But Gamora would do anything to save her, too. Yes, but Thanos wouldn't care about either. I got Star-Lord and Nebula to go up against Gamora. What's Gamora gonna do? I think Wong is a bottom five pick, or I guess technically bottom six, is a, is a bit sleeper. I think he's uh, his capabilities are pretty much the same as Doctor Strange's, even if he's not quite as good. He's... Uh, very, very close at the very least. Are Infinity Stones involved in this fight? Well, Vision is has one in his head. Yeah, is Thanos trying to collect these? Is someone else trying to collect these? Or are they just around? I'm sure if Thanos, during the fight, if he could collect a couple, he would. Yeah, but so would Tony, probably. But also, my team's name is TVA's Most Wanted. We learned in the first episode of Loki that the Infinity Stones are nothing more than a MacGuffin, and the real power was in the timeline, not those of the stones that they spend the entire first decade of the cinematic universe trying to collect. Yeah. The stones mean nothing. The real power was within you all along, Alden. But the TVA is not involved in this fight, right? No, absolutely not, but... I don't think the stones are really relevant at this point in the MCU. Owen Wilson sitting at his desk with a bowl of popcorn for this fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just watching it on like the projector thing where like Loki learns that he got killed. He's just like sitting there watching this fight happen. He, he is the Marvel stand, the Marvel fan stand-in character. <laughs> How many times do you think he says "Wow" watching this fight? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, 
Oh, then we have to make a decision soon, because I'm just going to start overthinking everything. You know, I thought we were going to be able to battle this one out, but maybe we should do the point system real quick. We'll do the point system, but uh, Nate and Grace, mute yourselves, because <laughs> I don't know if the point system will actually be final. We'll discuss it after. Okay. <laughs> uh, deafen yourselves. You guys, yeah. What does that mean? Uh, how are we going to know when to undeafen? Do you want to do the points, and I'll just name them off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got another one up. All right, so Cap or Thanos? Thanos. Yeah, I got to go with Thanos. I'll do the first letter of the name and we'll add it up that way at the end. Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch. Oh, it's definitely Scarlet Witch. Yeah, it's got to be Scarlet Witch. Uh, Hulk or Thor? Hulk. I'm going with Thor. Um, that's our first split. Captain Marvel, Mysterio. I think Captain Marvel. It's Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's Captain Marvel. Uh, Quicksilver, Bucky. 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 If it wasn't MCU Quicksilver. If it wasn't MCU Quicksilver, it'd be totally different. Yeah. Uh... Vision or ego? Vision. Vision, yeah. That's a weird one to pick, but I think Vision's got it. Vision could defeat Ultron. I th and I think Vision could use the Mind Stone if he ever figured that one out. Ant-Man or Zemo? Zemo. Well, I, no. I'm going with Ant-Man. But in the in a battle? I, like, I know what Nate's talking about, but if it's a battle, Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, Mantis or Odin? Mantis... Yeah, I think Mantis. I think Mantis would get it, because I wouldn't want to just straight out attack someone. No. Black Panther or Spider-Man. They both have super soldier strength. They're both good people. Claws or webs. Spider-Man's got a bit of the Stark technology. Yeah, but Black Panther has better. Got the Shuri technology. I'm going with... Going with Black Panther. I think I'm going to go with Spider-Man. Uh, Iron Man or Ultron? Ultron. Ultron, definitely. Even though it's a disservice to him in this cinematic universe, he is still more powerful than Iron Man. I think Iron Man would find a way to beat him, though. I think I'm going with Iron Man. He needed Jarvis. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know. But Jarvis is Vision and wherever we are right now in whatever universe we're in. But Ultron was had his idiot moments also that one's split right uh loki or gamora loki loki yeah valkyrie abomination um think valkyrie yeah valkyrie yeah because she's a better fighter than thor and abomination's probably same level as the hulk she probably cut her head off like wonder woman red school killmonger 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 yondu or uh or okay Okay. What? How do you pronounce her name? Okoye. Mm, probably going with Yondu. I think Okoye for me. I think I'm. Yeah, I'll stick to Yondu. Nebula or Wong? Wong. Definitely Wong. Pepper Potts or War Machine? I mean Pepper. Pepper. Definitely Pepper. She'd shut down that suit immediately. Yeah, War Machine's just a government puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Black Widow or Yolanda? I mean, it's Black Widow. I know what Nate was trying to say, but Black Widow. She's faced actual, like... Yolanda's a great assassin, I'm sure, but she's never gone up against, like, anything Black Widow's gone up against. Yes, but in their fights, I think she can hold herself better than Black Widow. I don't think so. Uh, John Walker or Hawkeye? John Walker. He's a super soldier. As much as I would want to pick Hawkeye. I'm gonna pick Hawkeye. I'm splitting that one. Star-Lord or Crossbones? Star-Lord. He's got the space technology. Yeah, I'm going with you. Alright, last one. Whiplash? I'm picking Whiplash. Yeah, I'm picking Whiplash. He'd kick his ass. Alright. We can uh, get them back in here while I add these up. This was a lot... This was a lot harder to judge when you're, like, doing it by points. Yeah. Wait, Nate's not back yet. How are we assigning these points? I forgot how we did this. 
I forget how Nate did it too. So when it's split, it'd just be one point each, right? Or was it half a point when it was split? Wait, I don't get it. What do I do? You don't you don't do anything. We already did it. Okay, well I'm just gonna assign points based on the votes they got. Alright, I'm back. That was a lot harder doing it by points. <laughs> I figured as such. I can't wait to listen back to that when I'm editing this episode in two weeks. <laughs> Alden's adding it up now. I I still don't know what won. <laughs> I have a good idea of what won, but I'm recounting just to make sure I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I like that. We're doing a... Uh, never mind. I was going to make a 2020 election joke, but I decided not to. <laughs> so, uh, Grace, just a quick question while Alden's finishing the tallying here. What are some Marvel characters that you wish were in this draft? Because there's a couple that I was like, man, I really wish I could have drafted this guy. Oh, you know, I was really looking for Rocket. Mm -hmm. I love that character, and I feel like he would... I mean, I don't know if it's really a lot of strength, but maybe he would confuse a lot of the people, like, why is an animal talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Someone credited Star-Lord for taking out Ego, but I I really want to give credit to Rocket and Groot for that. I was really hoping there was like a Nick Fury type or someone that could really like put together my team. Like Zemo was the closest I had to that, but like... Zemo, Zemo's a good one. Yeah, Nick Fury was close. I feel like a Nick Fury would have really won like the top 10 of my people over to fighting for the same side, but uh... It is what it is. Yeah, for sure. All right, Nate, I don't remember how you used to assign points, but I just gave a point for each one that got picked, and Grace won by a landslide. It's 16 to 24. Whoa. Whoa. And I think these teams are a lot more nuanced than this, but that is the outcome that we just had. I thought Nate was going to win. Yes, Nate had the top part of the list. It was weird when you did it side by side. It was more of a toss-up. Wow. I think if I was picking for the overall team, I would personally pick Grace. I don't know about you, Josh. I could honestly go either way. Yeah, like it's it would be close. There's characters I like better on Nate's team, but I think overall. I think Grace started out really rough, but then when we just did the point thing, it made a lot more sense what both what both Grace and Nate were going for. So, I mean, I I agree with what you're saying, Alden, so I'll just agree so we don't have a tie. <laughs> Grace did it again. Holy crap. For for the top five, it was seven to three. Nate was in the lead, and then Grace was catching up, and then just overtook. Nate had such a strong start. Minus Mysterio. Wow, that's insane. I, like, Nate was, like, really... That was so hard. Like, Nate just kept going and going, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? That makes Grace the first ever two-time, like, she's the first draft champion ever defend her title successfully (laughs) oh wow well thank you oh my gosh i think do we already have the next draft scheduled i I think grace is facing porosky porosky somebody she's never met for the best classic rock band Uh, do you like classic rock we can change that topic i love classic rock i love acdc i i love classic rock i grew up with that crap all right good i think that'll be an interesting fight this will be good whoa (laughs) porosky's gonna have some very interesting takes it's gonna be hard to debate it's gonna be really I'll do I'll do um some studying though. I got this. Cool. We'll put together a list for you sooner than later, and then that way you can actually do some research instead of coming in completely raw like this one. <laughs> Just completely blindsided. <laughs> <laughs> well that that'll be a great episode. Yeah, that I'm looking forward to it. That one that episode's gonna be wild. This is the first time none of us are 
doing it. But we will have the three of us, so we'll have an odd number. Yeah, we won't. We don't have to worry about a tie. Hey, if I win like the whole series or whatever, I should be a judge for one of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely true. My goal is to play against Josh. So. Yeah, I haven't competed in like over a year. <laughs> yeah, this is my first time competing since last July. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Josh and I are against each other, it's going to be even harder because I fight back a lot with Josh, so. <laughs> if you get if you're still after the uh after the classic rock one with uh with John Peralski, I think the uh the next one would have to be a best picture draft. Uh, against Josh what, to determine the best uh, best picture winner of all time. Yeah, no, that that would be insane. Josh would, Josh knows a lot more, but I'll I'll definitely have to watch all the movies now. You'll you'll have to watch The Godfather too, because that's my first pick. Ah, oh, screw that! I'm not watching that. <laughs> Is it a prequel? Is the Godfather two? It's both a prequel and a sequel. So there's like parts of the story that are about uh, what Vito Corleone before. Uh, he comes to America and he's in Italy, and then there's also parts that take place after the events of the first movie, with Al Pacino still continuing his like reign as the new like Don. Oh, see, maybe it won't be as bad as I thought. I, I personally think it's a lot easier of a movie to sit through than the first one. I just think without the context of the first one, the story doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. You're like, why are we falling around Robert De Niro in Italy for an hour of this movie? <laughs> I think that was the best part of the the movie. Oh, it definitely is. I think it's the best part of the whole franchise. I'm 0-1 in the draft. Alden's o, Alden's now 0 and 2, Nate's 0 and 2, and Grace is 2 and 0. I'm 0 and 2. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Alden, that was good competition though. That was a hard one between me and Alden too. Yeah, Josh, you're 1 and 1, right? No, you beat me for the sports one. I am 1 and 1, I guess. That was my first loss. If Grace beats Porosky and then beats me, Jory's got to come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> or Nicholas Warman. <laughs> yeah. Nick needs a redemption arc. That'd be like a Roman Reigns versus John Cena match right there. Our audience definitely knows what that means. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Grace, for joining us. And I guess we'll you'll have you back on sooner than later. It was a blast having you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And Nate, that was a really... Really good round or, or game. I don't know what you call it. If you, if you call it a game, yeah. Yeah, GG. I'm surprised I lost to you by eight whole points, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm not salty about it at all. <laughs> Me either. I had fun. <laughs> I, even if you were going to win, like, I give you a lot of credit to your team because your team was insane. Like, I didn't know how I was going to come back. Likewise. I think your top ten is uh, honestly uh, the more popular and safe pick, so I'm surprised that they're bashing on it so much. <laughs> I think you have pretty much most of the <laughs> Avengers. I don't know what they're expecting. <laughs>